the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio. This monthly program is here to give you the latest news and updates on what is going on at the San Diego Automotive Museum. If you have any questions, want more information, or you wish to donate to the museum, go to www.sdautomuseum.org. Again, that's www.sdautomuseum.org. For now, let's have some fun. Here is your host for San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Welcome to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio. Got Lenny in the house. And we got a new co-host. We've got Brooklyn. Brooklyn is a sister to Morgan. And Brooklyn's in today. And uh, I don't know if she's going to have a section. We'll probably have to do that down the road. How you doing, Brooklyn? Good. So this is FM 961 AM 1170. Um, the answer. Very good. So I understand you play sports. What do you play? Softball. What position? Um, like behind a third base. Uh, left field. That'd be left, left field. Left field. How do you like it? Good. Would you rather be a pitcher? I, no, I'd rather be a catcher. Oh, really? You think catching would be more fun? Well, yes. you don't have to go anywhere, right? Yes, but I have to catch the ball. Yeah, that's true, too. And that's good for you, too. All right. Hey, Lenny, how you doing, buddy? How are you? <laughs> I understand you had a little bit of insanity over the weekend. What was going on? Oh, yeah, <clears throat> December 9th. Yeah, pull, your, pull your mic over just a little bit. Yeah, December 9th. Always a great um, great event there in Balboa Park. Yeah. But uh, this year, we had just over 8,000 people come through the museum. That is amazing. Can you believe that? 8,000 people. No, I can believe it. Well, if you hadn't have shown up and did, did the uh, the outdoor you know modifications that yeah. you did, they would have just thought it was a warehouse and kept yeah, right on walking. Probably. So I think the look of the museum, and then once they walk in and they see the museum, yeah. that's going to be good because a lot of that'll gain you a lot of word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah, saying, I mean, hey, if you haven't been, man, you got to go. Absolutely. I mean, that's the the great thing when people come in. Um, I know staff were telling me, I didn't go this year. I chickened out. Actually, I went over, um, I was over at the Garage Collective doing one of their events. Oh, okay. But um, the staff were telling me that people kept saying, see, I told you it was better. See, I told no you. And so like kidding. that word of mouth is definitely still going and people are excited that is awesome well and and you're right and 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 a lot of people i mean not just locals but a lot of other museums and people in the know the automotive community are are aware of it uh which you know doesn't hurt because that that entitles you to uh investments yeah Uh, you're also having an event uh next tuesday at the museum with san diego oh yeah yeah yeah, san diego oh well it's the we're making the the um, automotive collective right. type thing where we have um, 
different professionals in the education. Mm-hmm. So, you know, San Diego Unified, Gregory Karen, which you know, right. <clears throat> really big on getting, and he can support San Diego Unified in his right. job. Well, we're going to try to bring internships yeah. in for the, for the local repair exactly. shops, whether they're dealers or even independents. Yeah. You know, that's, that's really the goal is yeah. to get, you know, kids, boys, and girls to realize there is an industry in the automotive field. Absolutely. Yeah. And on Tuesday, we're going to have, a lot of the educating professionals all across mm-hmm. San Diego, some of the dealerships are going to come. You'll be there. Oh, absolutely. We're going to just really start becoming this think tank of how do we make this idea a right. reality. Yeah. And, I mean, you know as well as I do how how desperate the industry is <laughs> for manual labor. Absolutely. I mean, and it's not just isolated to the auto industry, but... That's what we're going to pay attention right. to. And we're talking service writers. We're talking service management. We're talking technicians, lube techs, tranny techs, electricians, diagnostics. Mm-hmm. If you're into computers and you like messing with computers, 80% of the cars today are computers. Absolutely. And if you don't know how to diagnose it, then you could get yourself. And it's a night. Back in my day, you'd go to work nice and spiffy clean, and then you go home looking like yeah. a little like a little dirt dirt bag because you're filthy from working on these cars. Yeah. All that's gone. Yeah. And I'm talking to people right now. If you've got some training and you've got some education behind you, you're starting out 60, 70, 80, 90,000 a year oh, yeah. with benefits. Easy. Easy, yeah. I mean, and it's we, something you like to do. Yeah, and, and, and the work is, re- one, it's rewarding. Yep. You can actually see, like, hey, here's actually what I did today. And look, it's running. Yeah, got it going. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, you, your, your um, earning power is, is off Amazing. the chart. I mean, I'm, I'm really, we did that exercise where we pulled up Indeed live with, every, with educators and stuff, and they're like, oh, these college, you know, you have to have a college degree, da, 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 da. Hey, it worked for me. I have a degree. I sure. have a master's degree. It worked. But it for worked me. for you because you yeah. had a plan. Because I have a plan. I pulled it up. I said, "All right, guys, give me a four-year degree job. You know, and let's look it up. You know, they gave me one, and I'm like, okay, that's a four-year degree, two years experience. You're going to make eighty thousand. That's great. And, and how much did it take for you to get that four-year degree? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then there was another one. You know, four a uh, four-year degree, a year experience. You're making seventy-five, eighty thousand. Pulled up uh, stuff in the auto industry. Mm-hmm. High school diploma, mm-hmm. no years experience, mm-hmm. starting off at eighty five. <laughs> What's wrong with this picture? Right? No years uh, high school diploma, two years uh, experience as a painter, hundred thousand dollars. What? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so body man, body yeah, work. The jobs are out there, and the skills. You know, for two generations, we've been teaching the success for um, an individual mm-hmm. is that co- the prerequisites that college degree, right? Let's stop measuring people by that degree and what they actually contribute to the society that they live in. I'm telling you, if, if, if you know that's if you turn around and say, "Well, I want to hire the best person for the job," you get slammed. That's the silliest thing in the world. You want the best? Like I don't want a pilot flying an airplane that got his job not on his talent and his capabilities. Yeah. You know, it's, exactly. too, it's too high in the air. Get yeah. down. If you want an Uber driver, okay, I'll, I'll deal with that yeah. down there. But no, and I am so excited that that uh, Curran, you know, decided to you know put re- resurrect it because yeah. we used to have internships. We had all the car manufacturers yeah. involved because again, if you talk to a dealership or even an independent, you can't find you can't find qualified technicians or even people that are willing to start in the industry. Absolutely, and and that's the thing is it's so that to me 
and it's just been heartbreaking to, to to have to fight this. Like people think, oh, you're you're saying college isn't good anymore. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. no. I'm saying that you still have to get educated in your craft. Right. But the education doesn't need to come in the traditional format. Mm-hmm. Actually, we can go back to the pre-college. This is normal for us, you know, three generations ago. Yeah. And go, yeah. to, go to Germany now. It's all about the apprenticeships. Well, sure. well they're, they understand it. Yeah. And you know, are there people for college? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, college is, we're not saying don't go to college, but I like to see you in a job that you enjoy. You can't yeah. wait to get up in the morning to go do. Yeah. And if working on cars is is your passion, I had a little kid in at KUSI today, and we had some cars in because we're doing a little event up in Alpine. This little guy, he was 10 years old, and he could not get his hands off these cars. Yeah. He was gaga. I mean, he he knew every model, and I was shocked because these were, one was a, you know, 50 or 66 Chevy, the other was a 66 pickup, and, but he knew what they were. Yeah. And he wanted to see under the hood. Yeah. Can I see under the hood? I'm thinking, well, there you go. There's, that's a, now, is that kid going to want to go to a four-year college? Probably not. No. You know, and yeah, there's, so yeah, no, I think this is, I'm very excited about this program and I was, it's funny that, you know, we're having this meeting because I'm going, well, how come we haven't had our second meeting, you know, because you know, so many things yeah. start and end and thank you very much for uh, hosting. Yeah. So you're barbecuing? No. I mean, come on. Food, you know, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just, it was funny, Greg, Greg called me, he's like, you know, do you think we can do it at the... At the museum, I was like, I don't think I know. Let's just make it happen. Yeah, you know, and it's um, it's just the the ball starting to roll, and I see it going. You can't stop it. And yeah, it's going to get to that point. I mean, we just sold the property in Nashville City. We closed on that. Oh, did you sell that piece? Yeah. So we're now we're looking for our next spot. Did you empty it? No. It. I mean, we have it for a year. We have a uh, rent back for a year. Okay. But I found a place in Santee that I really like. Oh, you did. We put it in. A, I put in a tentative offer. I've got to get board approval to right, right, make it right, official. right. But I've come to terms and everything. It's a fifteen thousand square foot facility. It's I mean, it's like what we want. Is it exactly what you want? It checks like almost every box. Wow. It's within five minutes walking from a trolley station. Wow. It's got an enclosed parking lot. It's fifteen thousand square feet, which is on the uh, on the larger end of what we want, but it's gonna be great. Hey, you know I mean there's nothing wrong about growing nothing in. Nothing wrong with having that, you know. And um you know, ideally eventually we wanna own again. Um, well, this is probably what a lease to buy, maybe. Yeah, I mean it's a lease, and and then we, you know, all the standard leases. If you know, if you want to sell it, we'd like to buy it. Yeah, but um, first right of refusal. Yeah, first right. But really, I mean, um, I haven't closed the door on West Coast Customs. I haven't closed the door on no. other options. And a lease right now allows us that opportunity to really um, continue to build those relationships and allow the fluidity that we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm to allow this to morph into what it is, you know, because this is really led by the kids. So when the kids come in and they're showing their interest, we've got to tailor to that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no no sense in trying to put a, a what is it, that round uh, peg in, in a, a square, square hole. hole. You know, it's not going to happen. But, um, you know, we've piloted and we've listened to what the kids have been telling us. Yeah. And this is what we need to deliver. So now what we need to do is we need to reach out to companies like Snap-on Absolutely. and Bendel, you know, uh, that does the lifts. All the equipment you want, yeah. we need to reach out to, because every one of those manufacturers will probably be more than happy to donate equipment. Yeah, that's exactly. I, and I know how good you are at that. That's what we're doing. Not in the next four months, because uh, 
the the lease will be able to start in April if the board approves it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that gives us four months to really get going, saying, "Hey, who's going to be our tool wow. sponsor? Who's going to be our lift sponsor?" Yeah, you know, exactly. And then we'll our- and we'll promote the you know what skis out. Absolutely, of it. and you know, and it doesn't have to be a. A, a big Fortune 500 or anything no, like that. No, no, it could no, be no. a mom and pop shop. Sure, so we're happy. Um, you know, Tony Cortez is helping us out yeah. at True Line. He's doing. Tony's the best. He's helping us sponsor the event uh, that we have for the educators. Yeah, yeah no, no, so, T- Tony's back. Let's take a quick yep. break right here on uh, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. Answer. <laughs> Folks, welcome back. This is San Diego Automotive Music Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, that's Brooklyn. She is subbing for Morgan because Morgan's not feeling well. And I was asking Brooklyn, uh, you know, what she was going to talk about. And she very politely says, this was last minute. I wasn't prepared. (laughs) But Dad asked a pretty important question, and that was, because you go to the museum a lot. What what part of the museum do you like the most? I like almost all the cars, but my favorite car is the one that's in the children's corner because it has 33 and it has BS on it. Oh, really? What kind of car is that? Oh, she's talking about the F1, the kids' F1. Oops. Let's just go to the top. <laughs> yeah, it's the old... Um, it used to be an arcade game back in the. Oh, I learned about okay. it, but it's it's actually a, a model of an F one. Uh-huh. Got the Pirelli tires on it, right? Like and she's pointing out something that I don't think anybody's ever noticed, but my kids, is that I have little things in the museum uh-huh. when we do um, de- uh, graphics and stuff that I hide that are homages to the children. So when she said she saw thirty three, that's uh, that's Morgan's softball number so the car wears 33 and she's our little b so it's honeycomb wrap so there's little things that i've always done while i'm there and uh she's snitching on me right now. by the way the car manufacturer calls those easter eggs easter eggs so that's that is clever i like that there are easter eggs within the museum that people who know me and And the family and the family they pick up on it uh, I, I've done it for my uncles, my aunt, everybody, and it's just for them. Yeah. Do you know Simpsons uh, Nursery? They used to be out in Humboldt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Lee bought his wife a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. You know the the older, the newer generation. Yeah. Fire engine red, and he I can't remember who the pinstriper. He painted uh, ladybugs, oh. and the the whole idea was you had to count the ladybugs, oh, and yeah. if you won, you know they would they would do it at car shows and what have you. And nobody, nobody got got the number right. But if you open the gas door, ah. he had one painted inside there. Yeah, yeah. You know, were you not? Did you ever know Lyle Fisk? No. Well, he passed away, and we're having an event January sixth out at uh, uh, El Monte Park at eleven. Maybe I'll have you come on out because yeah. all the pinstripers, all the carp. It's going to be huge. It's going to really be a big event. Yeah. And I think again. Thank you very much for doing the Highwayman. I've got people talking about the Highwayman display. Oh, like that, you that is such a great exhibit. And then I heard the they're, I've hearing people are starting to bring in Cajon Speedway memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be pre- what your next display. Yeah, um, but that, you got to collect a lot of stuff to make well, that. Come well, together. that actually is coming a lot faster than it was a year ago when we started the yeah. conversation. Yeah. 
the old uh, Cajon Speedway sign. Yep. Is going to be hanging in the museum. Excellent. We are uh, getting a little bit of refurbishment. Yeah. And we're going to proudly hang that. And then um, it's my understanding that we're working on getting that old fire truck. I've already got it committed. That's I mean, it's the fire and rescue truck, which is a Chevy van with the roof cut off. And it's in top-notch condition. Yeah. You won't have to do anything to it. Yeah. And that'll be such, such a, a neat display. Right, you know, right along. And I think, you know, what this museum does is it highlights San Diego. Yeah. And I think that's the importance of it. Because a lot of other museums probably do that, too. But I think you, you're really bringing out the history, yeah. you know, of it. Because Highway 117, Balboa Stadium, where they used to run sprint cars. I mean... Yeah. Unfortunately, this town has got so much history, you don't have a big enough building. Oh, no. And speaking of which, we need to, we're going to be expanding. I heard. Well, yeah. you're the only museum that's allowed to do it legally. Yeah. So we're actually finalizing the agreement with the city again. So mm-hmm. making sure, you know, we have like uh, 14, 15 years left on our current lease. And we mm-hmm. said, hey, like, if we're going to do this and we're going to do it right. We want to let's be here a little bit longer. We want to be in it a little bit longer. Yeah. So let's make a bigger commitment to each other. Right. 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 And as that's wrapping up, um, I'm actually putting the uh, capital campaign committee together, and um, we should be meeting sometime early January. Wow. And we're actually going to go ahead and start raising those funds to mm-hmm. actually make that building a reality. It's no longer going to be a pipe dream. And how many people I've heard? Of, yeah, I've heard that before. You guys always talk well, about doing it. And let's face it, but so far. How long have you been with the museum now? I'm coming up on four years. God, I mean, time flies. But prior to you, not being negative in any way, shape, or form, but there were a lot of promises made yeah. and a lot of promises unable to, to come to fruition. Yeah. I don't care what the reasons were. They just didn't come yeah, to fruition. Just- you, on the other hand... Maybe it's because you're so big. You threatened to sit on people or something. I don't <laughs> no. know what the deal. No, that doesn't happen. You don't think so? <laughs> hey, did you hear? I, I was so shocked. I was talking to the chief of police. Did you hear we have an EVOC center in San no. Diego now? No. I have been beaten up for an EVOC center for as long as I can remember. It's down South Bay. Really? November 18th, they had a ribbon cutting. Really? And I didn't get involved, and neither did you, but we're going to get involved. Yeah. What a great place to put a car show. What a great yeah. place. Like, if you want to generate more funds for the museum it's got a road course it's, i think it's got yeah. a drag strip yeah. i'm gonna make some phone calls maybe we'll jump on a car and go down there and we check should. it out because yeah. that's huge for san diego absolutely yeah absolutely huge we should be yeah. down there doing stuff so. i was thinking i was talking to the kids are too young for this one but i've always taken them to the driving out there in santee oh, you know yeah. it's so sad that they're gonna be close. i think it's february yeah yeah, that's what I heard. How sad. So I don't know who to get a hold of, but I got to get a hold of them because I think that we should the do The Santee guys? Yeah. Oh, I can, I can get you hooked up. Yeah, because I think, I, well, I know. Well, I want to do like a rally. Like yes. And a, and, a, and a car show. A night. night. A drive-in night. Yeah. And I, I for like classic to, cars. Yeah. And I, and I like to say thank you to the family for all the Without a doubt. Day. Yeah, without you, a you doubt. Know? And that's a story that belongs. I mean, it's it's a, it's a they're not cars, but they were car people as a drive-in. Sure. I think we should tell that story, too. Without a shadow. And even actually get the owners, have yeah. them come on radio, or I can do an interview or what have you. I'll get KUSI to maybe go out to the drive-in before this thing shuts down and actually do a segment maybe in the evening yeah. you know, during one of the, the shows that go out there. Yeah. I used to love to go I don't know what I don't know what, um, what it would take to pull off our own uh, movie Night. selection. 
you know, but wouldn't it be cool to kind of like American do, Graffiti well, make, or the Bullet or the Bullet, yeah, yeah right. And then Ford versus Ferrari, or, make uh, Matt and Hay, you uh, know. You know what? I just interviewed. I have to look really quick, and I, I'm definitely going to keep you in the loop on this one. Robert Nagel. Oh yeah, he was a stunt man for Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, I just interviewed him this week for the new movie Ferrari. Really? And I got see, I'm getting goosebumps yeah. sitting there telling you. So I become really tight with Robert. Okay. And maybe we can get him to come to the museum yeah. on a museum night. You know, we'll get some vintage Ferraris. And you know, the only bone he's ever broken his whole body in 22 years of stuntman is his thumb. Really? And he was just doing the Ferrari movie, and a wheel came off at 140 plus miles an hour, and he survived. Wow. So yeah, so I'm just I'm so stoked. Yeah. I'd like to do that. I don't know who I got to talk to. You give me in touch with. Oh, them. I'll get you. Yeah, yeah, I've got PR people for that guy. Yeah, I know. It's like I think it's February. They're closing. Yeah, but for the driving, absolutely. Yeah, we yeah, can definitely pick a night and have a have, let's let's pack it out one more time and maybe like really may, pack it and out. maybe give the Santee guys maybe if they'll work with us and you know a portion of what you would pay to come to the drive-in goes to the museum. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know you don't care about that on this particular case. Yeah, but, no, yeah this this one's just kind of getting car people together. But yeah, yeah if there's a way to support both. You know, give, give a good farewell. You and, just uh, want to take the kids for the first time because they've I, never been no, to a drive-in. They, they go. I'd oh, you've been them. to the drive-in, Brooklyn? We take you where we watch the movie in the car? Where you actually sit in the car? Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah? With Jason. Oh, Jen. yeah. Now you remember. Yeah, you you were a little bit younger, but yeah. Yeah, yeah we used to take the trucks and turn them around. And, <laughs> yeah, sit in the back put, of the yeah, bed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't remember, but. <laughs> You'd like to do it, huh? I would. Yeah, because you like cars, I understand. I like um, I like yellow cars. I really like the yellow cars. Oh, really? Yellow is your favorite color? Uh-huh. And Bri- red and orange. Bright yellow or light yellow? Bright yellow. Okay, so you're a bright... What did I have? Oh, I had a... Jeez, I wish I had known. I had a Porsche 911 that was as yellow as a banana. I mean, this thing was yellow. I like r- really yellow cars because they're, because they're really bright and it reminds me of bees. Oh, okay. Very good. Bees? Bees. You like bees? Yes. Little bumblebees? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, 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 the long story of it. Or the, the long <laughs> There's story. always a long story, right? Uh, when she was uh, younger, like four months, she stopped breathing. Uh, she actually twice, she stopped breathing and finally did CPR. And we took her to the hospital and they did a... Um, a surgery where they nicked an artery and she had a blood transfusion. We almost lost her at five months. Uh. And, uh, you know, we prayed and prayed. And, you know, the bees anatomically aren't supposed to fly. Like, like yeah, when you look at a bee, the mathematically, I mean, that, well, it the, doesn't look like it should. Yeah, especially yeah. when it's no, low. No, but it shouldn't. But someone forgot to tell the bee. Okay. <laughs> well, she wasn't supposed to live, but someone forgot so, to tell her. Yeah. So we've always called her our little bee. Uh, and um, so everything about her is, you know, the fiery spirit that she has. The, the everything she. You got. have a fiery spirit. Mm. Are yeah. you tough as nails? Yeah, she is. Mm. Oh, I like that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. You don't have a temper, do you? What's a temper? Well, when you get mad, you don't get mad, do you? Sometimes. Oh, you get mad at Morgan. Sometimes, but I mostly get mad at my two older sisters. You have two much, two more older sisters. Uh huh. 
13, 12, and Morgan's 9. Uh, in fact, it was, didn't, didn't I see something on social media about your one of your daughters? Was it Addison? Yeah. Playing softball? Yeah. yeah. Was it Addison? Yeah, Addison plays softball. Yeah. You guys all play sports. Well, uh, uh, Peyton is hockey and <laughs> football. Now, is that the oldest? No, she's the second in line. Okay. <laughs> all girls? All girls. I do. I, that's what I have. Yeah. All girls. Yeah. And don't let nobody kid you. Daddy's girls, come on, yeah. just, just get down to the truth. You may want a boy, but nah, daddy's girls. Yeah, yeah. I always, you know, still always wanted a boy. But uh, anybody that tells me, you know, oh, I feel sorry for you. I go, no, I, I don't feel sorry. I no. am so loved. You are so loved. You, you know, have every it. single one of them. Just you, every day, I love you. And the cuddle and snuggle. And are you and, a snuggler? Yeah, and I also i. I get mad at my sister Addison most of the time because she hits me most of the time. Oh, and you didn't have any reason to get hit, right? No, she just hits me on purpose. Okay, just to make sure you're still standing there? No, she just hits me on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we'll take a break. This is San Diego Automotive Museum Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Folks, welcome back. This is San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. You notice how she's just getting louder and louder, yeah. just like Morgan. Remember how Morgan was yeah. like a little mouse? Yeah. I tell that story, by the way, to everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I said her sister came in and was much shyer than Brooklyn, and it took a couple of months, but yeah. she was knocking it out there, you know. And by the way, if you're listening, Morgan, we hope you're feeling better. Sorry to hear you got the crud. So, um, anywho, museum is rocking. The, all the staff is off. To, they're not off today, are they? Are they? Are they close no, no, it? we're open today. <laughs> so they're a little on the tired side. Yeah, eight thousand people go through in yeah, two 8, days. Thousand? That's just nuts. And your docents are old. You got to be easy on those guys. Hey, 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 hey! They're they're young and hard. Yeah, I know they got more energy than you and I put together. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we were talking about. I'm really excited about the new facility over in Santee. Yeah, yeah. Is it right. over there? Whereabouts is it in Santee? So it is. Um, or do you the, even want to say that? Well, yet. it's just when you get off Cuyamaca. Oh, okay. There's yeah. plenty of uh, industrial you buildings. You go right over there on the way to Gillespie. Yeah. It's right there. You going to put signage on it or anything? Yeah. I would do everything they can to let me. I mean, <laughs> I really think that that site, you know, knock on wood that we get the site, it, it's going to really be a game changer for us. Almost as much as a game changer as when we expand the building. Right. Right. I mean, right. really, what the programming that we can do that we're not allowed to do right now just because the zoning that we have. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm talking summer camps, uh, after school programming. We're gonna have El Cajon just on the backside of us. We'll yeah, be in Santee's playground, right? Alley Lakeside. Can, it's all right there. Yeah, and centrally located, freeway wise as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, it's just really a great space. Right. And the way I look at it is, it's gonna give an opportunity for youth to work on cars, mm-hmm. the, the primarily ours. But I'm looking at. Um, you know, subletting some of the spaces then and making part of the deal like, hey, um, the detailing that uh, right. uh, um, Legacy Auto Spa does. So that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hoping that he'll take a little space up and then part of the exchange instead of rent, teach the kids yeah. his craft. Maybe pinstriping. Pinstriping. Let's get I mean, a pinstriper in there. There's so many pinstripers out there. There's so many there. things that we can do yeah. once we have a space that allows us to do it. You going to put a paint booth in maybe? 
if if we can get it approved, and it's it's a light zone, so it's industrial light, um, so it does allow for it. But I have to get this. Well, as long as you're not doing full size paint of vehicles, like if you're just doing small stuff, they probably. You know, I'm sure you'll work on I'm gonna that. I'm going to try. Out. I mean, my hope is that we can get a real full fledged paint. But you got to get me involved to help you go out and get all this equipment. It was that is as soon as the sign on the dotted line. You you because you know I promise you a lot, but I keep waiting for you to ask. That's going to be the one. All right, because I will help you fill that building. I just had a lady come all the way from Florida. And she's executive something something for battery tender. Really? She's going to send me all. And geez, do you think you could use a battery tenders? Oh my gosh! I need like uh, let's see, I need thirty of them. I know. And she already. And so I'm going to. Dude, I'm oh, yeah. so far ahead of you. We'll put a big we need battery car covers. We need. Yeah. Oh, I got a tenders. car cover guy too. I got a yeah. really good car cover guy. Well, yeah. Now this and this is an opportunity, and, and people who listen, you know, send them our way. Because this isn't just, you know, talk and blow and smoke. We're no, going. no, no. This is the real deal. Yeah, no, we're really going. We've got um, 50 kids that signed up in January. We still have about 35 hanging around with us and mm-hmm. going on our mm-hmm. audience. Can't get rid of them. No, I mean, it's great. It's a great problem. <laughs> I'm hiring a new uh, education department head right now. Yeah. So the education, I mean, it was the first thing I took away when COVID hit. It's the last thing I'm bringing back because it's really got to be intentional, purposeful, and right. meaningful. So when these guys... Uh, come in they're actually getting a quality experience not this just like hey you know here's the wrench and here's how you turn it do you know who i got for you mm. is um jim Cousteau. Mm. you know him Mm-mm. he he ran the Cuyamaca college auto department that's right no i do we met um he was at that event we yeah were, yeah and he's retired he's not doing anything yeah. he's got all the credentials yeah <laughs> yes, yeah, we just need to get I mean, people. And here's the other thing: is it's not just going to be for the kids. You know, no, if, if you're a gearhead, you're having fun, you want to hang out. Come and mentor these kids. Yes, come hang around and, and be the meaningful. Tony Cortezes of the world. Absolutely. And then you know, if you're a shop, a small shop, big shop, doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't even have to be a mechanic shop. You can be you know a car dealership. Right. Whatever it is, hang around us so you can pick up some of these kids and mentor them into the career you have. Well, I'll be there for service riders and parts people because counter folks, Napa, I'll get Napa involved because you're going to need somebody to supply parts and pieces. Yeah. And I've been with Napa for longer than I care to shake a stick at. It's going to be, I'm really, this is like really. You've got to be excited. This is almost as exciting as the museum itself. Oh, absolutely. If maybe a little bit more because this is now your baby from ground up. This one's mine from the ground up. You're right. And. It was funny. I was sitting there uh, looking at the plans, and I'm like, okay, where's my office going to be in it? And I, you think, like, I should be at the museum all the time. I'm like, no, I want to be, like, half at the museum, half at this place. Yeah. Because it's really going to be a game changer. I mean, it's not just for uh, the museum, yeah. but the industry. Like, I really look at this as uh, the industry is thirsty for this. Sure. You go everywhere, and oh. they can't find this, you can't find that. And I'm just sitting there going, I want to inspire the person that's going to be uh, creating the next market right that doesn't even exist right now i mean yeah. having to customize the software that tesla has yes when they stop supporting it and making sure that your car can stay on the road right no no i mean it when you really stop it's funny you'll appreciate this because i was thinking about you and i was talking about it in the first hour and that was if you really stop and think about you know how everybody's having issues with electric vehicles mm-hmm. and charging let's go back to 1900 when we're still with a horse and buggy mm-hmm. and somebody said hey let's do a car yeah were gas stations around nope. no 
Was there technic? Well, back then, were there mechanics to work on them? No, no. We're in the same era, yeah. but now it's electric vehicle, and this is an opportunity again for you to be on that ground floor. Absolutely. Of that, yeah. No, I, isn't it amazing when you stop and because th- I dawned, I was reading a book the other day, and it dawned on me we're just repeating history. Yeah, it's just another form of propulsion and again the government did it backwards they should have had everything in place before the car came out just like they should have everything in place before the electric car comes out yeah and you know you know morgan she's working on that ted talk we've been discussing i can't wait she hasn't called me yet yeah yeah she's she's getting there she took us she took her uh winter break off here did she take it well when she gets ready you know i'll come to her and we'll we'll talk about it we were talking her and i were talking about it i was like so um, is there anything good about this? Mm-hmm. You know, and she started saying, yeah, there's all these opportunities for us to uh, create new businesses. Right. You know, and she, so, so, she so kind of refresh the listener, what okay. we're talking about, because Morgan came up with this idea. All on her own. All on her own. Yeah. She, so they do TED Talk in school, and uh, they start in third grade. Mm-hmm. And she's in the third grade, and um, she comes home and says, hey, Dad, I signed up for TED Talk. Is that okay? And you're not, going, what? <laughs> not not like the other two girls where they said, can I do TED Talk? Oh. <laughs> she came home and says, I have signed up for TED Talk. <laughs> so, okay. So it was great that she took the initiative first off just right. on that. And I said, well, if you signed up for it, what was your topic? Being an experienced dad through this, I knew yeah. she had to write something. Sure. And she says, well, I did that um, electric vehicles is not as good as people think. <laughs> And I said, okay. And the teacher probably just thought that was exciting. Well, the teacher actually, uh, after review, and we came back, the, the, the teacher said, no, you can't do it on this because you have to do it on how it something impacts you as a oh, person. Perfect. So, you know, I asked her, I said, is, does that impact you? How, how would it? You know, and she started thinking about it. And I said, you know, do you get a say in what we're deciding as adults? And she goes, no, your decisions, I have to live with it. And I said, you're right. And she says, okay. So she goes and she talks to the teacher and she says, hey, I want to talk about this because the decisions that adults are making, I have to live with. So it does impact me. Very good. So the teacher uh, approved it. Very good. You can go for it. And I asked her, I said, okay, so what are we talking about? What's going on? She said, well, everybody says that you use less fossil fuels when you have the electric car. And I said, okay, is that not true? Knowing that full well, she's heard me and you talk. Sure. (coughs) And everybody else, yeah. And she's done a little bit of her own research. And and she goes on YouTube and looks it up. She says, no. Did you know that in the Senate, now she doesn't really know what the Senate is, but she she was in the Senate, they testified that it actually takes more fossil fuels for the life of a car for electric versus uh, aspirator motors. And I said, really? And she said, yeah. So she showed it to me. It was kind of cool, a little thing. And she says, and then there's a new problem. What do you do with the battery when the battery's done? So now, not only are you using more fossil fuels, mm-hmm. but you've created a new problem for us. Recycle. Yeah, so what's the My solution? God. And I said, okay. So she's really putting some thought into this. That's awesome. And and, and I'm encouraging her. And I'm telling sure. Her. And she knows, and it was, I believe she believes that. I think she knows it. It can be good. Oh, yeah. And, and eventually, eventually, and like you said, we're in the, we're in the very beginning stages of this. The growing pains. Yes, and it will become better. But what she is arguing is that there should be options. 
Yes. That, that you should not be all or nothing. Right. And that this, the, the, she doesn't use the word mandate, she uses something else, but these mandates that you have to be electrified. By 2035. It's ridiculous. Be they should be. We have a goal. We want to be 50%, 60%, whatever that is, right. but realistic. Right. And then I tell her, I said, no, you know, let's play devil's advocate with my own kid here. I said, <laughs> you know, I tell you to eat all your dinner. Do you ever eat all your dinner? Yeah. No, but if I don't tell you, if I tell you to eat fifty percent of it, you're not going to even eat fifty. So right. Right. Let's right. set the goals a little bit higher. So I mean, that's but, a good analogy. But really having her, really having her um, think this through has been really fun to watch. And um, now she is willing to have that conversation. She's getting more comfortable. Right. You know, defending you know the the questions that I come up with her, and she goes, "All right, Dad, I have a new idea." And I always play devil's advocate. Sure, 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 sure. And uh, makes for a better presentation. Yeah. And she's getting there, you know. She's really excited about it, and and she, I think she really just wants to stick it to her teacher now. <laughs> like you told me, I couldn't do it. So yeah, I'm right. How great it is. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, no kidding. Because yeah. stop and think of what the other kids are going to come up with. Yeah, I mean, who knows? But who they knows? Could, they yeah. could be just as great as hers. Yeah, they could be. Oh my but, god! Let's take a break. Yeah. We'll come back and we'll finish up on that conversation. This is San Diego Automotive Museum Radio. And by the way, if you ever want to help sponsor the radio show. How do they get a hold of you? Then you just go to our webpage, or if you want to email me directly, it's Lenny, L-E-N-N-Y, at sdautomuseum.org. And we'll give you tons of coverage. Right here on FM, 96.1-1170. The Answer. Welcome back to San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, where the show off air is always more fun than on air. This is FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. You know what, folks? We just got a Facebook message to Lenny. Yeah. You got to hear this. And this is just the epitome of what the people at the museum are all about the employees and the kind of people Lenny hires. You know, it's really cool. It's uh, for one of our volunteers. A gentleman by the name of Dale, I won't say his last name, <clears throat> um, messaged me, pri- uh, no, it was a private message. And by the way, Dale, if you ever do listen to this, I don't follow my <laughs> DMs very well. <laughs> um, so I apologize that I was two days late to you. Oop. But <clears throat> he did write, hello, I visited your museum a couple weeks ago. Enjoyed it. When I was leaving, it was raining a bit. I was looking for a bus to get me back to the downtown train, train station. Your volunteer named Jack was just leaving with his sister. He not only gave me a drive to the train, he gave me his jacket because I had left mine in the motel. I would like to send him a message to say thank you for uh, his kind. Um, thank him for being so kind. I mean, this is just that Jack. I know who Jack is, and Jack, Jack is wonderful, but all of the volunteers. They're all wonderful. They're all wonderful. I mean, not only the our volunteers, but our car people in general. And he's a volunteer. Volunteer. Didn't need to do this for anybody. Jack is amazing. I mean, I really do know who he is, but all of them down there. I mean, you go down and hang out at our at our museum. These guys, you just just listen to them. They'll yeah. the, they'll turn your probably thirty forty five minute walk through into like a two hour journey. You don't want to leave. No, they they really are great people. I mean, I go down there. There's there's times where I like okay, the back half of the day is kind of slow. Let me go down and check. 
And those are my favorite days because I get to hear their stories. Uh, you know, I really do. And I always feel bad when I'm like having a busy day and I've got to go straight through and not talk to them. Yeah. Because I always just want to listen to what they have to say. Wow. You still looking for volunteers? Always. Always, 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 always. And uh, docents? Docents, yep. How's the library? So the library is 95% finished. Actually, are we going to have a grand opening? On uh, the January the 15th. Send me an email. I'm surprised you didn't get it already. Yeah. And then what I'll do is let me see if I can't get uh, KUSI to come down yeah, I think it, for uh, the grand so, uh, opening. January the 16th. Is the land. So January the 16th at 10 a.m. It's going to be a special invite only for the 10. We're going to open up a little bit oh. later. Um, we're going to have the ribbon cutting. Um, I think the mayor is going to be there. Um, but this library, you know, we did I did the uh, the walkthrough with the building inspector to make sure everything's good. Had a couple things we got to take care of. Well, of course, always is. Um, but the books are starting to come in next week, so we're bringing them back. Oh, we're bringing it back in. I'll dust it off. I'll dust them off, clean them up. But that, you know, that's one of those uh, things where that first. This is like I shouldn't say the first one, but this is a big project for the museum significant dollar amount goes into this yeah and it turned out like 10 times better than i thought it would really i mean i saw it on paper who designed it so uh, you have an architect uh, rosling uh architects down there uh did that let's give him a little love they did good it was a good good project and then barnhart construction put it together okay um and i'm gonna tell you you know barnhart actually everybody tells you oh you're gonna go over here so here's the number expect to go oh no they saved us about 50 grand Yep, they found fifty grand of like cost savings for no us. No kidding. So yeah, Barnhart, if, if you're looking for a, a construction company to help you out, uh, the top. Make notch. sure you send this show to him. Yeah, I mean he's top notch down there. Those guys are really, and the, they support the museum. And they're enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah. and they support the museum. They support the museum. Have so. you found anybody that doesn't support the museum when you're looking for? No, help? not really. Not really. I mean, most people will jump on it. Um, and it's in, I mean, and it doesn't surprise you, does it? No, I mean, it, it, it did in the beginning. I was actually surprised how many people didn't like us when well, I first started. I wasn't gonna say nothing. Yeah, and I told you a hundred stories. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, the first time we met, you're like, you're like, look, I got five minutes and I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. you know, I have nothing for. It. I'm doing this for a favor for a friend's events. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and you know, my first question, and well, well, then why are you in a hurry to leave? Yeah, and that was the only thing I wanted to know. Yeah. And then forty five minutes and later, now we now we're best of friends. Yeah. And because you because you know what, you didn't blow any smoke. No, you almost said just just wait. Yeah, just wait. Yeah, the it, the best the best line ever. I don't know anything about cars, but I know how to raise money and put an event together and make this the place that you want to come to. Yeah. I mean, those were the, I'll never forget it. Now, right there, that told me, now that's the kind of guy I want to work with. Yeah. You yeah. I, I tell you right now, like I, my, my, I love cars. I love going to see, them. Right. I, I could but not, you just carry, didn't know anything about them. No, I mean, I, I, I can't, it's still, I still, you know, people talk about, you know, the, this motor and that motor. I, I know a little bit, but I'm within my wheelhouse. You yeah. stick with Chevy and you got me. Yeah. Right. You go to these other makes and models. I'm like, okay, uh, well, whatever. Yeah, works for me. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, but that's why you hire the people you hire. I mean, right. I'm going right now. Maria, who uh, is our curator right mm-hmm. now, uh, tremendous job. We're out there at the Win. We took the 1955 Nomad out to the Win, and we competed. Yeah, in Vegas. How did that come out? We took third in class. Wow, that, I mean, it's good. Uh, I think we took a first or second in class. It was kind of weird. They did peer judging. So a little uh, political now. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of sad and, and that we had a really nice car. A Cadillac out of Rancho Santa Fe was right. there. Had one best in class at La Jolla. 
couple months later, we're down here at Las Vegas Concourse. Doesn't even place. Really? But I'm going to tell you, I mean, we didn't put them on our sheet. And the only reason we didn't put them on our sheet, because they were better than us. So we uh, thought everybody else was going to vote for them. Sure. So again, political. I'll let you talk to my wife about dogs and yeah. going to dog shows oh. and showing dogs. It's so political sometimes, yeah. it's almost scary. Yeah. No, but, but we're sitting there and there's a, um, <laughs> I can't even think of it. Um, there's a car that said, that car doesn't even belong in our class. It's not an American car. That's an Italian car. It's just got a Ford motor in it. You can't call it. <laughs> yeah, okay. She, well, she's going on. I'm like, oh, my God. And it ended up winning best in class. And she's like, that car doesn't even belong in our class. Oh, my God. I mean, God. she knows. I mean. She knows her car. Oh, and I, lo- I love it. I love it. Like, we got to put her on radio yeah, sometimes. Stereotypically, you know, the guys always, what does the girl know about the car? Yeah, right. Oh. I will put her up against anybody and at a any trivia time question. about every car. No kidding. When she was at the uh, Peterson, she curated um, an Italian um, exhibit. Right. And then she uh, gave tours in Italian. Like she in her, Italian? Yeah, she learned Italian so she could do this. Did you steal her from the Peterson? Well, it was COVID, and everybody was downsizing. Uh, and, uh, she she was actually my first tech, technically my first hire uh-huh. as um, as the exec there. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, every once in a while, there's there's a bright light in that COVID insanity. Look, COVID was the best thing to happen. <laughs> I'm not. I, I tell you. I know. Everybody. I know because it it allowed you to just pick and choose who you yeah. wanted for your team. Yeah, and it really forced us and any business, every business, had yeah. the opportunity. When we lost 87% of our revenue on March 13th when we shut. Yeah. So what are we going to do with the rest? So really, now when we look at it, our, our gate, our, our sales and stuff like that, that's only 33% of what we do now. Really? You know, so we've really diversified the way we look at and attack income. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and we are. We are very much grant-funded. We are very much donation-driven. Sure. We can't we can't survive without no. people actually coming and donating to us, and they yeah, can, whether it be vehicles, property, money, doesn't make any difference. Whatever it is, um, and great, we have great event. It, it raises money for us, but it's not enough to cover all the bills. So you know, here's the plug: you want to support the museum and, and all the great work that we do. Go to our webpage, uh, www.sdautomuseum.org. Mm-hmm. Go to the donate button and, and, and give what you can at the right. end of the year. So. Get it in while you can. Yeah. You got a car that you, you like sit in your driveway. Hey, we'll come and pick it up. Right. And if you, it maybe it doesn't even have to be a classic. No, nope. It's just a car that's just, not running. Just a car. And it can run, not run. We don't care because it's either going to, it's going to do one of three things. It's either going to go into our collection because it's worth it. It's going to go to our education department for the kids to work on. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to sit around long enough for us to turn it into cash for the museum. Right. This was the first year ever where I took three, actually I took four cars that were donated to the museum that didn't belong in a collection. And I told the donor, like, hey, these are not collection cars. And they're like, you're right, we agree. It's the first time we didn't liquidate those cars for payroll. We actually reinvested into the collection and we got a 63 Impala that wow. I purchased and brought in. So we're no longer using, well, I shouldn't say no longer indefinitely but yeah. we're in a position right now where we don't liquidate the cars to make payroll we increase our programming wow so um people should feel confident when they give give to the museum now right. it's actually going to go to where we say it's going to go right at the time of the donation e- exactly oh, i think that is huge and trust me there are a lot of cars out there sitting in driveways 
where the guy or the girl is saying, well, I'm going to get around to it. No, you're not. No. If you haven't gotten around to it by now, you're not going to get around to yeah, it. If it's still sitting under the tarp and you have all the boxes on top of it, <laughs> you're not You're not going to do it. You know, I've got three cars I may send your way. That hey. I just I, Because I just can't. Get, and, and now the, the mice are starting to eat the wiring. Yeah. But you can put it into the once. I'll wait till you get your rest of the building. Yeah, I think I'm going to donate three cars to you, That'd and be they're great. and they're worth. If they were done, they're worth anywhere between eight ten grand a piece. And that's it, you know. That and and here's and the kids are going to get an opportunity. I, this is what I'm really really excited about. Is these kids are going to get an opportunity to put these cars back together, right? And they're going to and I'm going to have them as a team evaluate. Okay, what's the ROI? How yeah. much can we put into this car to maximize a profit? Right, right. And then we're going to teach these kids, like, hey, let's go and if it's not donated to us, let's go buy something that we know that we can have this these proceeds in. It's going to be a, a, oh, a I, lifelong. This should be a four-hour show. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Hey, are you ready, Brooklyn? Yes. All right, this is San Diego Automotive Museum Radio, FM ninety six AM eleven seventy. The answer. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.